Yeah, man, I was really trying to get it out there. Um, my name is Sam. I'm Chad. I'm Grace. Oh, yeah. We're a married couple that came up together. Sure, that's They're like first. this all the time. <laughs> Asher. I'm Asher. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Night Autopsy. Uh, this is where we like to get together once a week, enjoy some good brews and some good food, and watch some good movies. Actually, sometimes they're bad movies, but that's what makes them good when we watch them. Um, the only rules that we really adhere to are that at least one of us has to have not seen the movie. Which is um, like the most important rule, I think. It really is a it very is important, important rule. Yeah. It's the only one we've really honored. Yeah. I mean, we've even thrown, no, not to spoil what's coming in the future, we've even started branching out in television. Like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. how lax yeah, we've been about the rules. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, break, we'll break the rules. It's called movie night. Pretty soon we're going to be doing this during the day. <laughs> Mass is scary. It'll be complete chaos. Dogs and cats living together. The day drinking. I feel like, like, we ask this question a lot, but I feel like it's, it, it's, it's, relevant to this more than it's ever been. Has everybody calmed down from American History X? No. <sighs> no, I yeah. haven't. Yeah, I'm good answer. Yeah. In fact, I'm less calm now that you even said the name. I know. Yeah. Like more calm just... a second ago. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm still in this. You remember yeah. earlier eating shish kebabs and having a great time? Oh, it's a good time. Well, that's over now. You ever been in a friendly conversation and then someone just goes, oh, yeah, oh, by the way, um, blah, and they just somehow find a way to reference American History X, and you're like, Oh, this is no longer a now I'm, conversation. Now I'm sad. And it's not because the movie's bad. The movie's fantastic. Oh, it's, it's so well good. It's so well made. I mean, like, it... It, 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 definitely, has, a it, has, a, it has a couple of flaws just in the sense that it was made in 1998. And uh, <laughs> If you look back, most movies in 98 have flaws. Armageddon was 98. Well, I mean, you know... Well, as you I, know, I mean, the like, film industry flaws. predicted yeah. in 1987... That by 1997, <laughs> the world would have gone shit. It's true. Like, like, so this is taking place in a Venice Beach, California, you know, just like right down the road from fucking, you know, Hell Tour in Los Angeles. <laughs> Where the Predator is the predator havoc. Has, the predator's predator has just come through. And taken out and, gang by gang. And let's not even get into what's going on in New York around this time. No, Ooh, man. Anyhow. So, uh, so, so we're seeing this movie. It takes place in 1998. Um... Venice Beach, California. It's uh, I hate to be this guy, but it's Long Beach. No, no, it's not. It's Venice Beach. Is it, I thought it, it was Long Beach. No, no, They're in Venice. It is Venice Beach. Okay. DC. I thought it was Long Beach. Alright, whatever. No, yeah, it's Venice. It cool. is anyways, um yeah, uh, so uh, stars Did Edward Norton Edward Furlong. <laughs> Yeah, the I main, saw the movie. I was there last week through all of it. Oh, but did you, you not see that was a group, the movie? That was a group effort to get through that movie. It is, man. Like, like who sits down and thinks, I'm just going to kill an afternoon. I'm going to put on this lighthearted romp. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, said no one What ever. should I do? Put on a few episodes of Cheers? Put on The Simpsons? Oh, I know. American History X. That'll be a nice background yeah. noise while I fold my oh, laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things this movie does so well is it weaves several storylines from different time periods together. It reveals certain information at certain critical points in the character's development that we're seeing that really cue you into, uh, cue you into the, the, the arc of the characters that we're watching like at, at pretty much exactly the right times. Like in terms of a storytelling narrative, I think that it kind of just hits it out of the park uh, considering what it's trying to balance here. 
But I believe that it starts off with one of the flashbacks. It is a very heavily flashback it's, movie. It's the main flashback. All the flashbacks are in black and white. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is the start of the evening that ends up getting uh, Edward Norton's character thrown into jail. Yeah. And you see, like, part of the conflict of what gets him in jail. Yeah, like, he's uh, he's up there fucking his Nazi girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they just they have, they're, the they're just, they're having really rough, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, really there's rough there's, there's a bear, there's a bear, there's a bear pair of sex. boots in this scene. And a bear pair of breasts. Boobs and boots. Boobs and boots, volume one. <laughs> and we meet Edward Furlong's character, Danny, uh, comes in, and, you know, his brother Derek. He comes in to... To get Derek's attention because there's a gang outside that's in the process yeah. of breaking into his car and it's a rival gang. We yeah. don't know this yet, but it ends up being a rival gang to the gang that Derek is in. So, you know, Derek stops fucking his Nazi girlfriend and, like, I don't know, I guess he's just perpetually angry all the time. And he grabs a gun. Uh, I, I imagine I, I imagine skinheads most, would be. most skinheads would be. Like, all the time. So he's just, he's just really pissed off immediately whenever he's talking to Danny. He's just like, what the fuck, Danny? How many were there? How fucking many were there? You know, like he so he gets dressed Two, real three, quick, yeah. just like throws on like a tank top and some, you know, some. And instead shit of grabbing boots. the phone to call the police, he grabs his gun. Oh, he's not gonna do that. I mean, like <laughs> we 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 just clearly saw like like for the it, like right away it establishes this guy has a huge swastika on his chest. We just saw that. That guy's not mm-hmm. calling the fucking police. Are you kidding me? So he uh, he throws a tank top on. He grabs his gun, puts his shit kicking boots on. Uh, his his girlfriend already had him on during the sex. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's Nazi sex. That's how you know it's Nazi sex. That is Nazi sex. And he immediately races out the door, uh, or races towards the front door. Racist <laughs> towards the great. front door. <laughs> See, I already I'm did so it earlier. proud of you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> did it earlier with a Nazi, this movie. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh that was You're too far. You're ready to be dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, one was, that one was too far. Okay, anyhow, he is going outside. With his boots on, but before, with his gun. Before he actually opens the door, one of the members of the gang, um, he's standing right outside the door, and Derek, Derek sh- fires a shot through the door, hits the dude, dude goes down. Um, of course, of course, the gang is black, and for Derek, that's what it's all about. This movie is, you know, like, it's... For anybody who hasn't seen this movie, I guess, like, we skipped the spoilers section earlier. We're going to spoil the fuck out of this. Like, yeah, if any of you are listening to this podcast, just see all the movies before you yeah. listen to this. Oh, oh like, I can't space. stress it enough. Uh, full discretion, not an actual American history lesson. <laughs> yeah, Same. this is a fictitious story. This didn't necessarily happen in this way. But, yeah, so, like, this guy, he's a Nazi, so, of course, everything is about race. Um... So he, he shoots the first guy right outside the door. He he comes outside. He's sorry. He he shoots another guy in the in the lawn. I think. He That's the guy trying to get into his car, and he shoots him. But he yeah. doesn't die from the gunshot wound. Yeah, yeah he just he just falls into the and ground. And then the car takes off with the. And he's, he fires it. at the car. And I think he gets the guy right. It, it looks like he, it looks like he hits the guy, but yeah. the car does the continue car gets driving. Away. Yeah. Yeah. But the car stops for a second. It looks like he got him with like at least grazed him or something. But we don't know. The car drives off. Um, and then the flashback ends with he's like going in, it looks like he's about to pistol whip the guy. Like it goes to the point of view of the guy who was trying to break into his car on the ground. He's about to pistol whip him or something. Yeah, and you, and you can hear the kid, the brother yelling, no, yeah. And, yeah. but they don't yeah. show you what's going on. And it takes a, a dark turn. Yeah, but we, they don't show you the dark turn. Yeah, we don't, but they, it, like that, that portion of the flashback cuts off there and we see like a, just a, a serene series of beaches with some somber music playing over it it's, you know, for a credit sequence. It's very unnerving. Just, yeah. yeah. 
it's, it's really uncomfortable even though like you're you're looking it's, at something pretty like it's really just, unsettling how pretty that is compared to the music yeah and, and how and, nice it is and what you were just seeing and and the flashback is of him and his younger brother at the beach right no, no, not, the, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Like, the like this is just, just a credit sequence. Like, okay. Wavering in, in sand over this. It's, it's just skull. shots. So it's just shots of Venice Beach. It's, okay. You know, just like, like monotone shots of Venice Beach. It's a pretty nice credit sequence, and then from there it comes right into, uh, to Danny, present day, nineteen ninety eight. He's full fledged. You know, like he's all in, like with the whole neo Nazi white supremacy movement. Exactly where his brother Derek was. Um, he gets away with wearing just enough Nazi garb to wear in a public school without anyone technically being able to throw him out. Yeah, pretty much. He has much. like little buttons, not pretty with much. Shows, but like white crosses and stuff. And once he uh, once he goes to school, we meet the characters of the teacher who happens to be Jewish, who is clearly very offended by his behavior. Played by Elliot Gould, who is awesome. Elliot Gould, who is awesome. Who is the original? Everything he is. And to me, the only Trapper John. Trapper John. John. Yeah, man. I'm more of a fan of the movie than I am, but he's awesome in it, and he's talking to Avery he, Brooks. He's great in everything. Um, so if you're a Star Trek fan, he's Captain Benjamin Sisko on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which totally unrelated. But if you ask somebody about Star Trek and how to get into Deep Space Nine, it's a very convoluted way to watch it and enjoy the good episodes. You can't just start at the beginning. Well, for really? Dead. Yeah, Deep Space Nine. They're basically that's why I can't they're like, watch it. first episode and watch seasonality of the second episode. And then watch three through five or something. It's really complicated. Anyway, so they're talking about the kid, and the kid writes a paper. He wrote a paper. Uh-huh. Um, the The assignment, I believe, was write a write a paper on any book that had to do with civil civil or human rights. Mm-hmm. And he chose to write about Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. And the name of the paper Adolf is Hitler's Mein Kampf. Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf. The name of the paper which is, is which translates to my struggle. Yeah. yeah. So he names his Paper, my mind comes, which would translate to my my struggle. It's kind of like Manos, the hands of fate. Manos <laughs> yeah. is Spanish for hands. hands. So it's hands, 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 the hands of fate. Yeah. It's the Manos, hands of fate of neo-Nazi propaganda. Yeah. So he does it. The the teacher's mad. He wants to throw the. He wants to expel the kid. Well, he well, he at least wants him out of his class. Yeah, at least out of his class. And uh, Avery Brooks, he's the principal, and he's. You know I can't do that, damn it. Yeah. Look at his brother. Yeah. He, he, he's he, just going down a dark he's been, path. He's, he's been, not yeah. too late. Yeah. He he's, can be saved. He's been principal a long time. He knows what Edward Furlong's brother was like when he was in school. So he's trying to save this one because he tried to save the first one and he yeah. lost him. So he's trying to do it. And, and actually, he does it a little bit know, tough. Well, well, at this point in time, um, like at this moment that we're seeing whenever he's having the meeting with the teacher and immediately after that he has a meeting with Danny himself. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're seeing that, his arc with Derek has already happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which so we'll get to. He's already seen. Yeah. He's already yeah. seen that happen. Yeah. So he's, so he's, he's approaching these conversations with Danny and these conversations with the uh, Jewish teacher played by Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. Um, like, like he he's he's having these conversations with the knowledge of of how Derek's arc goes. So that's, I feel like that's pretty important. Yeah. Spoiler alert, not well. Anyhow, let's yeah. go on it, it, it had a happy... It, well, you know. Did, did it? We're jumping yeah. ahead. Like, At this point up. in time, he had every reason to be hopeful about Danny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about, Don't you were saying, like, uh, the, he had seen the arc of Derek, and I was like, spoiler alert, it's not good. Well, at this oh, point, yeah. at this point in time, like, like, Derek's arc was as good as it could get, mm-hmm. considering... 
but that's or at jumping, least we thought that's jumping way ahead. Yeah, um, we don't know what's going on with Derek at this point in time. We just know that he's not around. And then he's, but they dropped the no the, the the news that like, oh, your brother got out this morning. Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, they, this, they it's that. also one of those movies that technically only takes place over the course of like twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Technically. But yeah, that because there's so many flashbacks yeah. all over the place. Because the the whole like like the end result of the meetings with the teacher and with uh, Edward Furlong is he gets pulled out of the class and he's gonna be meeting with the principal every day at that time whenever he would be in that class and they were gonna have their own history class mm-hmm. and we're gonna call it um, American History X. American History X. The facial expression. If we had music to play the Who right now, we'd be right there. <laughs> right there. Right there. So they do that, and he he gives them assignment, and they assignment something along the lines of write a report on your brother. Write a report on your brother. Write a report on your brother. And that's kind of technically what you're thinking through the movie. Mm-hmm. All this is happening, you're like, oh shit, well that. And it's due first thing in the morning the uh-huh. next day. And for as much as it happens in the next 24 hours. Gotta give credit to Dana. He knocked, yeah, jumped ahead. He knocked out that paper. Yeah, oh, he, dude, he, he couldn't. He couldn't have slept for more than like an hour. Know, an hour? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But he he got that paper done. So I guess you can have a good workout that can be a skinhead. <laughs> but I guess that's good advice, advice, though. Yeah, <laughs> you could just have a good work ethic. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, I think one of the themes of the movie is that people can be saved. <sighs> that's there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of themes in this movie, so we're gonna get there. That's that's heavy. I never thought about that. What happens next? Oh well, he goes like home. That's the end of school. He goes home. He sees his brother. Oh yeah, his brother. Yeah, yeah. That's really when you and see. And Norton Edward shows Edward. back up. Yeah, he's obviously time. older. Well, not older, but he's more experienced. Although he's got hair. He grew his hair. He actually has hair. He's got the same yeah. facial he hair. He seems more calm. And not only that, but he's wearing a long sleeve shirt. He's, he's not covering up. His, I mean, he like he he's covering. He's covering up, up every tattoo that he's got. Yeah. yeah. And he gets home. Danny gets home and you see the family and in the opening sequence of the of the first flashback, it's a really nice house. It seems like it's not too far from the beach. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's two story for it's one two thing. Two stories, um, and they fit a family of five in there in Venice Beach. And now it's like this crappy two bedroom apartment. Where so it's Danny, yeah, like his like older the Nazi brother is still living there. His older non Nazi sister, his younger sister, and his mom played by Beverly D'Angelo, mom from Vacation. Yep, Ellen Griswold. Yep. Yep. And she's just kind of coughing, and she's just generally sick, because she's just it, it's she smokes she smokes she's a smoker, and life's been rough for her for the last couple of years. Oh yeah. So you start to learn more about the family. You realize this is a little bit different than what they expected. Their dad died before all this happened, and mm-hmm. that kind of started like a whole thing. We'll learn about that in a little this bit. This kind of triggered all of this that you'll learn later, and uh, and then it's just a bunch of people trying to deal with it, and uh, like but they're how happy that they're together. Like, 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 you know, Derek's comes to mom and says, we got to get out of here. This is not good for us. It's like, why don't you take my and Danny's room? We can sleep on the couch. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then you just see them do different things, like read books, check their phones or whatever uh, type. Uh, or check phone messages, I guess. It's the late 90s. And you get to see this crappy apartment, but the most disturbing thing is Danny's room, which is now Dan- Danny and Derek's room. And it's just Nazi shit everywhere. Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. The very first shot that you get of it, like, it just, like... Yeah. 
It's a hell the movie of a knows movie. what it's showing you. I it, if you if, like they want that shot yeah. to be shocking. It's one of those things. If you saw that in real life, you shit yourself. Oh yeah. my god! If you yeah. saw that, in oh real man! Life, I you walked in seriously, man. Terrified. I, was I, like, I have to get the fuck out I of here. Like, okay, how do I get out here without getting shot? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you have a bathroom with a window I can use? <laughs> Preferably next to a trellis. <laughs> I love me some trellises while I'm taking a piss. <laughs> Am I in Charlotte in the past right now? So, and and so Derek sees this. He sees his brother's room. Yeah, he doesn't say anything right away. Doesn't say anything, but you can tell. I mean, the movie. He's upset. By the way, Edward Norton's performance in this movie is amazing. Oh, like, yeah. He's a great actor. It's, I think it may be his best performance. Oh, I've seen. it could yeah. be. I mean, like, it's hard to like. He's get, he, I mean, he's given plenty of great performances. You know, Fight, Fight Club, Club Bird, uh, Birdman. Is, yeah. I haven't seen Birdman yet. Oh, man, but, it's so good. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's already, yeah, on, it's the already on the list. I know, it's but already like, I know next week's my choice, so. There you, you go. Yeah, let's just watch Birdman. Let's All just right. watch Birdman. All right, well, yeah. I'm glad that we got, got that it. out of the yeah. way. But, uh, you know, Fight Club it. is the obvious one that rises to the mind. Yeah. But this, this performance he this gets. This is right before Fight Club. So everyone who went and saw Fight Club saw American History X and said, damn. Yeah. So imagine living in that world. Oh yeah. my God! Where well, you only know Edward Norton from one or two things. Yeah, this movie just came out like eight months apart or yeah. something like that. I think yeah. Fight Club came after it. Yeah. Damn. All right. Anyway, well, so yeah, it's crazy. Um, so his uh, and it, so also the so brother. So that's him being back. Um, the, we also can get I introduced. Say one thing: the the brother uh, Danny, the younger brother, has made comment to Derek about like why is your hair mm-hmm. so long that shit's, gotta, that shit's gotta go that shit's gotta go it's that gotta, shit's gotta go. go oh by the way another comment the brother Danny smokes cigarettes oh yeah he, he's there a there is smoker. no point he is not smoking yeah, he's, smoking he's in the chain boys smoking like oh we missed that one thing and oh that one thing in high school oh that, yeah, that's a big deal so these three kids are beating the shit out of this like Francis from Malcolm in the Middle that's what it was <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the Masterson kid yeah yeah the Masterson and kid these, three uh, ki- these other three high, kids are high from that 70s show's brother yeah and they're kicking the shit out of him and Danny's like Gets out of the stall and gets like up in this dude's face. It does not doesn't say shit. But he blows, blows smoke, blows smoke constantly. all up in and his face. And these three kids are in the other gang. That's the rival gang. Yeah. That his brother's gang had a beef with back in the day, and there's probably still tension there. Oh, I'm sure. So this is also a gang thing. Oh, it's 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 especially a gang. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's gang things happening throughout the entire movie, but then it's, it's a gang movie. movie. Uh, fast forward again to where we were picking up. He's back at home. He sees his brother's room. And he's like, I, what's the next thing? He's like, uh, hey, I want, I know he tells him to stay away from a party. He, Danny's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to the party. There's a big skit uh, party that night. David Cameron? Is that the character's name? It sounds like it. That sounds like kind of a cult leader name. I think Cameron is the name of the main guy, but he's like, Cameron, hey. Cameron Alexander. By the way, where did Cameron they Alexander. show... I'm not, I don't. Maybe I'm jumping ahead of myself. Where do they show the flashback of Edward Norton? It's like the news when their dad is late. Oh, that, that's that's late the movie. movie. Okay, good. Yeah, good, good. That's, that's I don't want to the jump there point. too soon. That's, that's, that's like halfway point, and then yeah, yeah I love that scene. Yeah, because because you see that before you see the dinner scene with his dad. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's one of the last things you see. Very late. That's one of the last things. Anyhow, so he's like, you you can't go. Don't go near this party. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, come on, I'm going to this it's, party. It's a skinhead party. We're skinheads. That's what we do. We go to we go to skinhead parties. We can't go to any other parties. They won't let us in. Skinheads. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, but one thing that Derek is noticing once he gets back is that you know like every everything from his past is pretty much still there waiting for him. 
And uh, one of the physical manifestations of this, I feel like, is uh, is the character Seth, played by Ethan Supley. Oh, oh man! Who, who, Seth back, who back then was like incredibly obese. Yeah, this was uh, this was. He's uh, looking good now, man. Like that guy's dropped this a whole was, lot of weight. Remember the Titans, Ethan Supley. Oh yeah, which he, which he's, he's hilarious in that. Man, I love his character in that. Polar opposite of the Seth from American History yeah. X. This is the only Ethan Supley character I've ever seen one like yeah, this guy. with this guy at all. Oh, yeah, like why would anybody want to oh, be no, in the same room? I mean, his character, character from he's My Name is Earl probably gets old after a while because he's not very bright, but... But he's still, still, nice still likable, you this know? Is like, he's like the lovable just, oaf. And he's just like the big, scary, white supremacist you know, that you always fear you might run into. He's like, yeah. fuck you, man, do this thing on camera. Yeah. Dude, oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah I'm you to on camera. I gotta hear it. I gotta hear. It. And he's like, like, and that's kind of. No, you guys. Wait, wait, wait. I just yeah. want to do this with the podcast. Yeah. You guys aren't explaining the scene that you're referencing okay. right now. He walks in to their apartment. Just walks in. Just walks in. By the way, before he walks in, they show him riding down the road in his van, singing, singing like, a white, song white we cannot stuff. quote on this yeah. podcast. Go yeah. watch the movie, and you'll see what we're saying. Yeah, that's the scene, Glory of the... And that's literally all I can that's say. That's all yeah. we can say I have that to, song. I have to stop there. No, we can say the end, the white man carries on. That's the very yeah, yeah. end of that. But in it, the it's, middle... It's, it's, it's and even that, of even that just movie. makes me yep. feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, man. It's Imagine awful. seeing that going down the road. A big dude in a big van yeah. singing. Just a big, surly-looking, fucking dirty-ass dude in a fucking just gross van. Gross van. Just yelling. Just like shouting and pumping his fist. Like, oh my god, it's just terrifying. Just racist slurs. And he has windows open. He's like it's, yelling out it's, the window. It's way scarier than anything from the new It movie. I can tell you. I can tell right, you that. So you got that. But anyway, he shows up at the house, and the thing they're talking about the camera. He has the camera. That he's filming, and he goes up to the brother, and he starts asking him, I can't the remember questions. Well, no, he bumps in there first, and he runs into the older sister, and they just yell and fight the whole time mm. they're she's there. She's like, you're fucking awful, get out the, of the here. The younger sister, she's like, she's in college, and she's kind of cute, so of course what he's doing is just like sexually harassing her. Oh yeah, he's filming like yeah. uh, upper skirt and, and stuff like that. And yeah, she's so just telling him to fuck off, and he's just like, hey, well, you know what, fuck you too, <laughs> And, yeah, you know it's kind of just bullshit. So um, that's why he's got the camera out. One of my favorite, and by that I well, like just because it's laughable how fucking ridiculous and absurd it is, is like you know Derek is just like no fuck you Seth wait outside I'm talking to my brother and like everybody's yeah. in the back and he's just in there but in there like in the living room by himself he's just like fuck starving guys this isn't even funny, <laughs> but he sees like a big thing of of jelly beans. Oh my god! And grabs the thing of jelly beans. beans. And it's a whole bunch of white jelly beans with a black jelly bean on top. So what does he do? He flicks away the black jelly bean and then proceeds to pour the white jelly beans into his mouth. mouth. Uh Which he then proceeds to blow out of his mouth again because he's bored. He just starts spitting them on the floor. On the floor of someone's house. Do you remember this This scene? Do you remember this character? Yep. He's oh. disgusting, right? That's that's kind and of. And he comes unannounced. Too. He yeah, comes that, unannounced. No, no, that's, also. Yeah, he's that's, not that's even. That's him for the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Derek is trying. He doesn't ease up. Saying like, who invited him? Why is he here? So yeah, Grace is bringing up a good point. He's not even invited into he, these people's And Derek house. just got back home he's from a, prison. He's an old friend of Derek's. Um, after Derek went away, he kind of took over, looking like looking after his brother. And his brother has really bought into Seth's deal and Cameron Alexander's deal. He's one of Cameron Alexander's like like muscle men, big guys. Oh yeah. You know, so so he's got Paul and the gang, and because he's got Paul and the gang, it's like, hey, let me in your house, or you know, 
Maybe I'll kill all of you. I don't know. I'm kind of a hitman for a neo-Nazi gang. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, he. What are you gonna do? Say no. To cut, wait, yeah, to kind of get to try and move forward in the plot. He leave, eventually. Derek leaves with Seth. He leaves the house and he goes with Seth. What 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 are they going to do again? They're going to like. Is this where they go to the party? They might. At this point, they might be going to the party. Yeah, they told Danny not to go, but Danny's idiot, dumb, younger skinhead friends come by and pick him up. Yo, yeah, 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 and they're. Anytime they show the skinheads, oh like, yeah, you see the shot of them through the through the peephole. Is there? Some, and they're you, just like talking shit. I know we usually focus on just getting through the plot first, but I want to say this. Do you guys notice how when skinheads are portrayed in film, they are always kind of hyped up on cocaine? Yeah. They're always yeah. kind of like, hey, 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 yeah. let's go do it. Ha ha ha! It's like they're well, just they bouncing were, all over they the place. They probably were on amphetamines. Oh yeah, yeah, but like they're always like kind of like anytime I see skinheads in a movie, they're always pictured being like way too energetic, way too like excitable, very like. You never, it's never like calm skinheads. I don't know if there is a calm skinhead. Collected skinheads. Maybe the older skinheads. I don't, I don't know very many skinheads, man. So yeah, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, I think we've Gosh, all lived good lives and we've, yeah. uh, avoid, avoid we've avoided shit. skinheads. I don't have to go out of my way to avoid skinheads. I'm blessed that way in my life. Grace maybe. But if I did, I don't know any. If I did have to go out of my way, I would. Maybe that's just like a trope or something that we don't know about. And, yeah. and you know, thank God that we don't. So anyhow. I'm just going to jump us to the party, They're where both Derek and Danny are headed. They're both going to the party. Both going to the party. Derek shows up, and he's a fucking hero. Everyone thinks About he's the, amazing. The, oh, he's, like, he's like a martyr, dude. He's oh, like, yeah. yeah. He, he went to jail. Oh, and he runs into his crazy Nazi girlfriend Nazi at girlfriend. the party. And he's willing to be like, hey, come with me. Let's get the fuck out of here. Leave this bullshit And behind. she was quite sweet. Let's do that, because it's been years. No, well, she was like, yeah, let's go fuck for a while, but then we're coming back to the to the neo-Nazi party, right? Yeah, because we're Nazis. Because we're, we we're neo-Nazis. That's what we do. Kind of, we go to neo-Nazi parties. Yeah. That's the only parties thing we that we can do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stress this. Um, if you're a neo-Nazi, there's only one type of party. But, you no, but, but no, like Derek tries to tell us, like, no, this is bullshit. This is all bullshit. Yeah, all he, bullshit. Know, he says that explicitly. He's like, this is all shit. What Cameron says is shit. What we stand for is shit. It's all shit. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And this is this is time where I think two things are happening. One, they cut back and forth to Danny. His brother shows up to the party, and he's talking to Cameron Alexander face-to-face. Yeah. Who's the cult leader? Who's the cult leader? He's the, the skinhead the, Nazi the, the skinhead boss. Uh, he writes books on stuff. Oh yeah, that nobody will publish. Thank God. He's uh, he's also never served time because no. he's always able to pawn it off on somebody yeah, else. Yeah, he's a like, manipulator. You can like tell. Derek. You can tell. So that's happening, and you see how Cameron Alexander works. He he gets like invested in your life. That guy was played by uh, Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach, who's in so many cool things. He reminds me. Of, he looks a lot like Powers Booth a little bit. And they both play like those intense, like scary characters. Yeah. What else does Stacy Keach in? Anyone got it? Oh uh, man, he's been on a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, anyway, so you see this like scene where he's like, "How's school going?" He goes, "Well, this teacher, he's talking about Avery Brooks' character. He's a teacher. He's doing this. And he just, he's just one of those, you know, those guys on a power trip. You know, it's just pride." He goes, "Well, hold on, hold on, Danny, I need to correct you." And he goes on this whole thing about how black men don't have pride; they have this and that, and the other thing to win. That's the problem. So even as he's talking to him. Just in conversation, he always has to stop it to reinforce his bullshit. Oh, yeah. Because that's how it works. They just reinforce their bull. He puts out a helping hand and gives him a place to party. His regular speech is propaganda. It's, yeah, like that, he speaks in propaganda. As 
Derek's talking to his Nazi girlfriend, and Danny's talking to Cameron Alexander. Um, they show flashbacks of things from the gang's past. They show the the, the, ra- the raid. They show the raid store. on the car- on the grocery store. You see Cameron Alexander show up and talk to Derek. He's like, "Make sure it goes well. I can't be seen here. I gotta go." So and he's not even around for that. Cameron's even like, "Do you want to stay for the fun part?" And he's like, "Ah, uh, the ca- I mean, not Cameron. Derek, Derek is like, yeah. do you want to stay for the fun part?'" And Cameron says, "Ah, uh, you know, I can't do that I can't because be seen. he can't he can't be seen." And then. Derek gives this like intense speech to all these other guys about this, that, and the other thing about America because they, they, it's a, it's an, they're about to go in front of a convenience store and they're about to go just fuck it up because for thirty years it was owned by a white dude and now it's owned by someone else, a Korean guy, Korean who guy. hires illegal immigrants to save, cheaper. and he's saving a lot. Of and money. there's a couple skidheads there that used to work for this dude. And we don't ever actually get clarification on that. Yeah, like, we don't, no, no, we yeah, don't this know is all just, that this just is true. Derek's speech. So yeah, and so they do it and they just totally fuck up this convenience store intently. Oh, and that's intensely. terrifying. So there's that flashback. There's the flashback of the basketball game. Oh yeah. Where it ends that. up being white dudes versus black dudes. Mm-hmm. And, it's and actually, that's kind of what started a lot of the gang beef between that and then the other gang. Yeah, because because Derek threw it down. He was like, "No, you know what? Let's like like I'm gonna come in the game. Score stays the same, but we're gonna we're gonna change up the teams. It's gonna be the black guys versus the white guys. Our gang versus your gang, and we're gonna play. We're not playing for money. We're playing for the court. If y'all win, then we leave, and that's that. But if you win, no bitching, no complaining. Just pack up your shit and go. Yeah. So yeah. so they're fighting for territory. For territory, for the, for the courts, for the courts, for, for the courts in Venice Beach, and uh, Derek steps in and basically wins the basketball game. It's intense and yeah. it's close. It's yeah. intense and it's close. I'm pretty sure they won by a point. Yeah, but, it's just a point, mm-hmm. but they end up winning. In, but in the Derek wins them the game by you know very dramatically doing like a, a reverse dunk thing yeah. and, ha- and hanging on the basket. That's what I noticed. It was I was watching the movie. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay, he even this comes this. Reverse dunk, you said? It like, yeah. comes out of nowhere. I'm surprised that the backboard didn't shatter, even though it was made out of plastic. Well, he was heckling. He was the like, y'all ready for this? He was heckling. And, of course, and Seth the whole time, by the way, is just going nuts. Oh, yeah, Seth is also playing basketball. Seth is like, somehow. It's kind of a reason. Running this... around and playing basketball is huge, yeah. fat, Nazi bastard. Do you think, <laughs> do you think <laughs> Seth Lee... I mean, like, like, it's happening. Oh, He's running around. Like this, is, like, this is the biggest his career has ever been, and I do mean that that way. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, like, like, let me talk about Seth for a second, because he's just like... Oh, he looks, he looks great now. It's okay. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. But it's like, he's Derek's best friend. He does whatever Derek says. He trusts Derek. He believes him. And then after three years, he's still his best friend, even though he's been gone. Dude's in love with Derek a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's, he's, right. yeah he's like, worships the ground. He walks on, but he can't do anything about it because they're all Nazis. Yep, he's got a little Derek boner going well, on. Yeah. Well, it's like Derek's, you know, sister who's in college. Uh, what was that character's name again? Anyhow, her. We're gonna get. We're gonna. Yeah. Davina. Was Davina. Her, was her name Davina? Davina Vineyard. The family name is Vineyard. Yeah, so there's that. They're, when they're going back and forth earlier, like a lot of her jokes are. When was the last time you saw your dick? Yeah. Which is a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a solid joke. I'm not usually one for making fun of fat people because they're fat, but fat Nazi bastards got it coming. Oh yeah, he's got it. He's got it. Should do that. Oh, this guy is just so. He's he is so the fattest awful. of the Nazi bastards. He's so awful. 
Have we gotten to where Derek is talking to, to Cameron Alexander yet? Where no, 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 we no, got we're, there now. We're, we're, yeah, we're there now. He's looking for because Danny. the flashbacks happen, and then it goes back to the Nazi party, neo-Nazi party. And then finally, Derek walks in and sees Cameron talking to Danny, and he's like, Danny... Take a hike or something like yeah. that, you know. There's a yeah. girl. There's a girl. There's a, there's yeah, there's a, a girl, girl asking about. I mean, yeah, he, long girl out there. Wants, wants for, to talk to. It's you. the most honest thing because because you remember that Danny's a 15 year old kid because he's talking to like the leader of his cult gang. He's really intense in the stack. He's feel like and it's a one on one moment. He's like, Nah, man, it's cool. I'll stick around. I'll stick around, and then and then his brother's trying to harp in on that, and he goes, Nah, man. But then his brother's like. It's a cute little blonde girl out there, and then she's, like, she's been asking about you. He just it's becomes like, a fifteen-year-old boy at that. He's moment. like, I gotta go. Oh, man, I gotta go, man. I know we have to help, like the Aryan you, race you guys know, and all, but I just gotta go get there. that <laughs> You know, I just, I just thought of a thing. I just, I just thought of a thing that I got going on, and I gotta go do that. <laughs> I got some cats. I gotta. I got some cats. I got to hang with. <laughs> <laughs> Never said it the before this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. even, even Cameron Alexander's like, so it's no. I get that. He's not even gonna oh, yeah. say. He's like, I get that. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you get like the one-on-one, like, like David fighting Goliath here. Oh it's yeah. It's just one-on-one thing, and it's not even the biggest part of the movie. It's like just, at this point, oh, no, at this wait. point, Derek is a stranger in a strange land, just like sitting face to face with with yeah. uh, Cameron and, Alexander. And and like Cameron's kind of. The way he talks to Derek, he's kind of filling him out. He figures you've been gone. And he's so doing long. that same kind of shit where he's just like, now that you're back, we can go ahead with the next phase of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> and Derek's just calling him out on his bullshit one after another. He, and, he, and, and, and he's like, like yeah. I'm done. I'm out. He's like, I'm done. I'm sick of your bullshit. What does he call him? A chicken hawk. And chicken that, hawk. That, that fucking really chicken. That hungry. pisses him off so much. I'm like, man, the Nazis really can't take being called names. Who are they called Nazis? Who would have thought? If being called Nazis doesn't offend them, why does Chicken Hawk ring true? They're okay with Nazi. It's like they they got together and goes, okay, so we're all going to be offended by Chicken Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken Hawk is crossing the line. That's crossing the line. (laughs) So as long as we all know now. He calls him a Chicken Hawk. And he's just like, Derek, you better think carefully about your words. And that's when. That's when uh, Derek kind of, like, you start to hear more about uh, well, Stacey, no, his character. Well, he threatens his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, don't have this bullshit. You can't do it. You didn't, I talked about, I, I talked about, I talked to people about you. I heard you served time. You didn't serve time. You sent two kids down the fucking river. Yep. You've never done this. You've never done that. You've never thrown a punch. Fuck you. And he's trying to be like, all right, man, I get it. You're mad. That's cool. We need to calm down, get laid, whatever. You're over the skinhead bullshit anyway. It makes sense to me. But we get a higher, and he's trying to, like, Bring him in closer. Yeah, so he's like he, he could essentially be the next, desperate. the next one of him. Yeah, essentially what he wants to. Wants yeah, he's to like you're kind of past this point. You need to that, and he's just like that's just more of your bullshit, man. You're offering me more bullshit, and I'm sick of it. And that's when he calls he's, him a chicken hawk. And he wasn't there for any of that bullshit anymore. And he's like, trying to. I, I think by stance, the time he calls, hasn't changed. by the time he calls him a chicken hawk, he's he has stated that he was out. He's like done. the reason he's there mm-hmm. is he's like I'm done. I'm done with this, I'm done with you, I'm done with the movement, I'm out. And then the Cameron keeps trying, like you guys are saying, keeps trying to bring him in because he's the obvious successor yeah. to the leader mm-hmm. of these rabble of... Because he's, he's the smartest. Of rabble. Of them all. Yeah, he's, the, he's definitely the smartest of them all, but he's like, no, fuck you. You're a chicken hawk, you're a predator, you prey on people. He's like, I'm taking my brother, we're getting out of here, don't you ever talk to my brother again, you stay the fuck away from my family or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, what did you just say to me? Did you just threaten me? 
because you know he was obviously offended by Chicken Hawk. So when he actually got yeah. threatened, he was very upset by that. Yeah. Somehow and Derek needs it because he's killed a couple dudes already. That's oh, why yeah. he's in prison. And yeah, not in easy ways either. Nope. Um, anyhow, we'll get to that in just we're, a second. We're almost there. We're almost, we're almost to there. The, the worst part. All right. So anyhow, somehow Derek punches Cameron. Cameron deserves it. Oh yeah, he goes down. He's by the way. a Nazi. <laughs> he goes, and that that Nazi sack of potatoes falls like a fucking Nazi sack. Oh, he hits it hard. This isn't, this isn't like a punch you throw to your friend when you're sword fighting in the living room no. to Rick Wake <laughs> to Rick Wakeman's final record. I uh, that's I, cut, baby. I, I I still haven't forgiven you. For that. Anyone could do that. That is something the funniest Yeah, but you're the only one who did it, actually. There lots of people <laughs> that record It wasn't even that years. hard of a punch. I just stood there like, what the hell do you So just really hit us up you? on Twitter at Movie Night Outs out there. <laughs> if you've ever been in a sword fight with a friend and then punched them in the face, we want to hear about it. If yes, yeah, albums were We don't involved. even have a Twitter, but we'll get one. <laughs> but now. we're going to get one just for that. And if our handle changes, by the we'll time come back this comes, By the part. time this comes out, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have it. I'm sure. We'll have the worldwide internet's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Anyhow, um, so uh, somehow he punches Cameron out. Hardcore punch. He's out cold, and he's like, okay, shit, I just did. Derek's like, okay, shit, I just did that, and I got to get out of here. I just punched the Nazi leader in the middle of a Nazi party. In the middle of a Nazi party. I got to ah. get out here without getting me and get my brother. or my brother yeah. killed. But dude gets up, and he's just like, you've made a big mistake, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never make it out of this party alive. <laughs> And, he, and so what does Derek do? He kicks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, has it coming because he's a Nazi. <laughs> oh, you don't feel bad I... for any of these people oh. because they're Nazis. You're about to feel bad for some people, but not right now. So he bails. He runs into Seth right outside the door. Seth's like, where's Cameron? And he's like, get out of my way, Seth. He's like, what'd you do? Because this whole time, Derek's been kind of talking to Cameron and filling out Cameron's just not having any of it. So he's not really sure how he feels about it right now. No, no, no. You meant right? sadness. Yeah, Seth, sorry. Derek out. Yeah, Seth, sorry. And he's yeah. slowly been realizing, okay, something Derek, is wrong. Derek something is happened. different. Derek Derek's is different. My, since he's my back best friend went to prison, and now he's different. Yeah, go figure. Go figure. Um, so he finds, tries to find Dan and tries to get Dan to leave. Dan's making out with the girl. During that time, he's trying to leave and get Dan to leave. Nazi girlfriend, uh, played by Faruza Balk from The Water Boy. Yep. And almost and, famous. Uh, and uh, what was what was that which movie that she was the in? The Craft. The Craft. Yeah. Oh wow. Deep Man. Deep cut. Dude, she was a babe in the nineties. Damn. So she comes down. It's like, hey Derek. She makes a scene. Hey Derek. What? You, why don't you say why you're not a Nazi anymore in front of all these Nazis and stuff? Because that makes me mad now. And she's like, shut up. I gotta leave with my brother. Uh, the Nazi party that's going on is starting to get a little bit quieter. Um, which is a really hard thing to do because well, they just get yeah. skinhead bands, which are just bad punk bands. Just oh, really, terrible. That just, really bad that punk just bands. That just yell terrible. hateful shit. It's not At one point in time, oh. Seth is up there singing. Oh, yeah. yeah, Seth is screaming. So, so Seth's got Seth's the thing. Seth yeah, Seth's the guy. So, and he comes out of the door with the gun uh, yeah. sideways. What did you what do? What the fuck did you do? What did you do? And Derek just straight up jacks the gun out of his hand, oh, shoots yeah. it in the air to like, get everyone to scatter and yeah. leave the fuck alone. And so he grabs so Danny and clear take crowd. off. Yeah. yeah, so he can, so he can so clear he, that. Yeah, so he grabs his brother and takes off from the Nazi party. Ha! <laughs> so yep. didn't realize what I did. The Nazi party. I'm sorry. Well, uh, well, it kind of gets to a point where he's just getting out of there and Derek just gets, uh, Danny just gets out of there, but Danny like does the thing. <laughs> Like uh, I I gotta I gotta call a production fault here just because whoever was in charge of the sound like just, just did the mic have to be right on that fucking like metal like 
garage door. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Danny starts shoving Derek it, in yeah, that door. Like, why'd you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah that, the, the sound of the garage I think that's done on purpose, huge. man. So, like, in Dunkirk, when, like, the plane flies by, and there's this horrible, like, screeching yell that sounds like Roger Waters, like, got hurt or something. Yeah. That's, and it's so intense and loud. It's it's kind of peaking almost. It's too much. I think that's why they did that because it's really. I mean, it seriously it. sounds like they were miking the door for for, <laughs> for, for the horrible eyes. thunder yeah. sound. Yeah. And you know that they were running away, and you know that people are looking for them. Yeah, but they have yeah. the time. They got the time. They ran away to an alley. They got the time to do that. Yeah, they ran away to an alley in their front in front of a metal garage door. So Danny's mad, and Derek's trying to tell him, "Hey." Like, 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 I gotta tell you something, we gotta get out of here first. So they end up in a field, uh, some sports field, like a baseball or football field, sitting in the bleachers, and Derek is like, alright, I'm gonna tell you about what happened and in this jail. Was, yeah. That's kind of led to all of this and different what, stuff. And what we see before we see that, is we see what got him arrested in the first place. Yeah. I don't know what California, if they have a stand your ground law. I don't know. Like, thing. like we're, we're doing this in Florida, and in Florida they do. They do. Famously so, have a stand your ground law. Yeah, so with... Uh, but he game. has shot a couple of people. One of them was standing right outside of his door. With a gun. So, like, he's fairly justified in that. There yeah. was another one breaking into his car. Fairly justified in that. There's there, a guy driving away. There was no, there was no need There's to. No, there was no need to shoot it. Not him justified, no. but he probably could have gotten away from it if it had stopped at him just shooting at the someone one, driving yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But then, but the Derek has to prove a point. Yeah, because this is this is gang warfare after uh-huh. all. It's so. not just a carjacking. Like this is like a, this is like. Oh, it's not enough that he's shot a couple of people. By the way, the guy who's, who are trying to break into his car, one of them is one of the guys they played in the basketball. That's what. That's the gang. From, that's the gang. From it was. Uh, it was actually the the guy who he grabs and drags over. That's the guy who hit him and who hit him with the elbow. Yep. Because at one point in time during the basketball game, he throws an elbow. It's just like quit fucking throwing elbows. If you want to go, then let's fucking go. But, but don't throw elbows during the game. And yeah. then all all the Nazis are like, "Why don't you call a foul on that?" He's like, "It's game point. We got to finish this." It's game point. Yeah, it's game point. It's game point. That's an intense thing. Some yeah. Power you don't stop it. Yeah, we got to have some color relief here. Yeah, game point. Yeah. It's game point. So anyway, I don't want to be the one who describes what happened next. Okay, um, Grace, do you, you want to... Does anybody want to... You're the most... You've been one of the most fascinated because you did not know this was a thing until you saw this movie. Oh, it was so horrific. So the guy who was breaking into the car, mm. he got shot. But he didn't die. But he, he didn't, didn't die. die. He like, shot in the shoulder. And you he saw just, he him, just falls. He drops. You saw him... Um, I like how, by the way, all of us just took a drink while Grace is about yeah. to explain. It's all of us are embracing <laughs> what she is yeah. about to say. And he's, coming. he's on the ground. He's He needs help. He's bleeding out. He's bleeding out. He's in critical condition. And he's crawling, dragging his body away. Um, and Derek, uh, I think... He has his gun, and we he think gun, yeah. we think that he's just gonna like smack him in the face with the gun. Yeah, like like he's gonna pistol whip him. Like, pistol yeah. him. I thought he was just gonna beat him up, but it's it's the worst and he, thing. He, he he hits him really hard once or twice, and he breaks a couple bones before we get to the sidewalk. We get to the sidewalk. Yeah, to yeah, the yeah, curb. yeah. He says, "I'm yeah. gonna teach him a fucking mother, a fucking lesson." And drags him over to the sidewalk. Yeah, and he says. Um, I think he says, oh, like, put your... Put your mouth on the curb. Bite the curb. Put your fucking mouth on the fucking curb. And he he doesn't want to. He's He does not want to, and he has a gun. 
Derek has a gun, so he. It's, it's the it's the world's most intense close up that's ever happened in cinema history. I'm guessing the, that the guy was just hoping that if he did what Derek told him, he would not do what he he thinks he's about yeah. to do because that's a gang thing to do. But like the close up of the guy putting his, his teeth, teeth on, on the, the curb. curb, and you hear the scratching sound of the, of of the teeth, teeth on, on the on cement. The cement. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the it's worst a, sound. It's the scariest close-up in cinema history that I can think of. It's before, burned into my memory. Before the close-up happens, you see Derek's younger brother, Danny, mm-hmm. run Running out, out, and out he's yelling and no. saying, no! Derek. Slow motion, and then speed up. Derek. And then Derek's foot just... He said, no, he regular, says lights out. What does he say? Too. He says something, lights out, motherfucker, or Some, something, something like, like that. that. Some gang shit, I don't know. And then in regular time, he stomps him out. Yeah, it's not slow motion. In regular time, just boom, and you hear that thud, too. You, and this you is not it. in a graphic scene. They don't show it's impl- what happens it's in the face, violence. and they don't need to. You see the foot movie. coming it's down. Also it's also violence, a cheaper movie. Yeah. It was an indie movie. They probably couldn't, if they wanted to go that route and show all the gore, they probably couldn't afford it, but it's not that type of movie. No, you don't need, they did not know that. That scene filmmaking. I will never forget. I think it was better not showing it, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. but you I see the scene. Violence was enough. It really was. You see the scene through Danny's face, the horror in Danny's face, and then it cuts immediately to the police coming. They in the show silence. up right as the, well, after he's done. Well, they they that like I don't know how they. I mean, like I guess it was a dummy on the sidewalk or something, but because the way that they cut it, like the foot, the foot is making contact with the head, and then the, then it's Full cut. Force. Then it's, yeah, like it's not slowing down at all. Like the foot was aiming for the sidewalk. They had to use a dummy. Then they cut. Then and, they cut and then it's, and, a, a yeah, they had to, they had to use a dummy. Like, to, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Of but, course but, but it's like a cut with a thud. So, I mean, they don't, they're not sugarcoating what happens. Like, they're not sugarcoating what happens at all. And it's so creepy because the police come. And then and Derek gets on the gets on the ground, puts his hand behind his hands behind his head. And he's almost naked. He's in his underwear. Yeah, he's underwear, in, wife he's in pants underwear, wife yeah. beater, and shit kicking boots. As yeah. but you, you know, see that giant swastika on his. You can see the big bald. He's only in his white boxers, and he has Bad. this grin because he wouldn't have black boxers. He has huh. this grin on his face, and he thinks that he he did a service. Yeah, yeah I think smiling. he. I think that he thinks he's walking away from it because he's a victim of home invasion. But he doesn't realize that at the, at the point in time that you're curb stopping somebody with a gun to their head, he gets manslaughter for that. Yeah, got, it has to only be manslaughter because it's only three years he's he's away. He got manslaughter. Yeah. No, this, no, they say at some point in the movie they say manslaughter. Yeah. And this is a really powerful scene because there. Which I think that's also a commentary. There's absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely no dialogue. Yes. There's absolutely no dialogue. You see the police come. He he gets on his knees. He puts his hands over his heads. Puts the gun on the ground. Uh, yeah, puts the gun on the ground, and he thinks everything's gonna be fine. But the police come. Grab one hand behind the back, strap a cuff. Other hand behind the back, strap the cuff. And you see his smile disappear. His oh, his smile fades, and he's just like, what the fuck? Well, he realizes that he's going. He's going to jail for what he just did. Like he's he's not. And he realizes what, the gravity of what just happened. One of the, it is real. The powerful moments is that uh, Danny, the younger brother, is narrating the scene, and he says at the end of it, he says, "If I had testified, Derek would have gotten life for that night." So you know that Danny did not testify in court about what he had seen his brother do, and that is why Derek only got the sentence that he got yeah. and not he, he, spent the rest of his life in jail. I don't know that he got a three-year sentence. I'd imagine that he probably got more than that, but he probably got out early on good behavior. Yep. But, uh, so, like, that was... That is easily, like, 
there are two harsh scenes to watch in this movie. This is one of them, and it's probably the more harsh. I, that, that scene's, like, burned into my mind. That is that is the scene from American History X. Yeah. It's, that's, it's, that's the one. It's that's the awful. One. That's the one everyone remembers. It's amazing that you guys just naturally... It's, it's fun watching that happen to somebody. Yeah, it's, it was terrible. Grace tried to talk to me about it, because she... I knew that curb stomping was a thing before I saw the movie. I knew it was a thing that people did. But uh, Grace was never heard of it. You never knew that was a thing. That like I did not know it was a thing, and I was trying to figure out um, bio biologically. Yeah, I mean, like this, how, is, like, like this, is, this doesn't works. necessarily happen every day or anything. But but it's a thing people have done yeah. in the real world. Or physically, unfortunately, how it, how it happens. It's a, it's a thing that existed before this movie. Then that this movie did not invent. I think it helped like the, popularize it a little bit. Like at least at least in the consciousness of the culture. Not like popularize the act of it but more people knew about it yeah for mm -hmm. sure well you know that's just kind of how that works and uh so so uh, after this scene is over with it kind of just goes into Derek's story of what happened once he got to prison right yeah yeah then he just goes yeah. to prison and then he uh it's just him joining the Aryan Brotherhood because in the, in the gang in prison because you can't have a movie about neo-nazis and not talk about prison culture well he goes in it. he goes into prison yeah he has his cell Literally everybody else in his wing and his block is a minority except for him. Yep. And they actually like make it a point to uh, have the have one of the guards walk by, and like they're just like yelling at him like he's got like his top button is unbuttoned or something like that. And he's just like, "Say like, what? You think that you don't have to button your top button, white boy? You think it's special in here, white boy?" <coughs> like, so so it's just a, it's a it's a nice contrast from what we've seen thus Man, far in the movie. He must have thought it was white boy day. He must have thought it was white boy day. It's not white boy day, is it, Sam? No, nope. that ain't white boy day. Mm. We're gonna have to watch that. Oh, oh! So we they haven't seen that. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, and I, we gotta get it like. It's uh, between I'll, that and, Bear, and Birdman. I don't think I can get a good copy of the True Romance before next week. You can maybe. Anyways. Well, well anyhow, they go, he the goes to jail, and then he he's narrating to his brother Danny. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of narrating over the shots. He's like, I didn't know who to trust. So he shows him out in the workout yard, and he's like, so I thought, you know, there, there are other people there with swastika mm -hmm. tattoos and stuff like that. So he's like, I thought I'd throw up a sign. And he and takes just, his shirt off. And just hope that someone mm -hmm. would reach out to me, because he's like, I'm just afraid anyone's going to kill me at any moment. So he flashes his swastika. Takes off his shirt to pump some iron. Some, But he, he's clearly flashing his swastika. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. He's, 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 he's putting out a call and seeing yeah. what happens. Yeah, and he's, some he's people clearly, like, give him a look known. like, oh my god, that, that guy did not just do that. That, that, did not just, that, 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 that motherfucking white boy, he thinks it's white boy day. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> but then the but, Nazi gang in the jail notices, yeah. they, they're like, oh, they, they, like, they, grab, they pat each other and they're like, hey, look at that guy over there. He's got a, yeah, we're gonna go talk he's to got him. a swastika yeah. thing too. We should go make friends he's with that He's got that thing we all got. We're going to yeah. go talk to him. Yeah. And they talk to him, and that's how Derek gets protection. They bring yep. him into the group, and that's really what he was looking for, was just protection. Yeah, he just wanted to not get killed. That's A lot of people do that in prison. Yep. Um, just, and a lot of people will join gangs they didn't, they weren't really a part of before prison, just to have that safety. Just, just to have the safety. Yeah. So, so he, he does that, it's through jail, and then at the same time, he gets a job. Things are going jail. as smoothly as they can. As Nazis in jail can be, but he gets a job in jail. Yeah, well, he's, he's given a job. He's put in the laundry room with this, uh, well, it's with the black guy for one thing. So, it's like you that know, guy, he's, Tory. He's his naturally. His name is Lamont. <laughs> and he is, he is, uh, 
comic relief in the movie. He makes good points, but he is comic relief because, damn it, you need it at this point in the movie. Yeah, this movie's oh pretty God, intense. Seriously. you got to have a funny dude. And Rod was definitely not old enough to be in this movie. No, yeah, Rod, Rod is not was, making an appearance in this although movie. If, like, if, he was like, not showing up to if, make like, this better. So, like, if, like, 12-year-old Rod was in this movie, though, I'd be... I mean, I mean just I'd doing allow Rod it. thing. I'd allow it. Come yeah, on, I'd allow, allow it. it. In, in a perfect movie world, but things... But, yeah, but awesome. so, uh, and mostly what what he's doing right now is just trying to make conversation because mm-hmm. they have to be there for the, X amount of time just sorting laundry. A couple years apiece, yeah. Yeah, like, but I mean, like, like they, I don't know how long their shifts are per day, but they have to be there for that long mm-hmm. before and, they get checked out to go do something else. And uh, Ed Norton's just kind of not talking to him. Oh, yeah, it's just like pure silent treatment. Mm-hmm. And, for, and, you know, like, at first he's, like, kind of making fun of him for it, like, like, oh, I get it. I'm just, uh... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just one of them to you, so you don't want to talk to me. All right, I see. Well, I guess I'm just gonna talk to you then. <laughs> and and, just like he, and that's the, like that's that's part of the comic relief, you know. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just, just like, like saying shit. The yeah. character is hilarious, and we can't repeat a lot of the jokes he says. So just go watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the jokes. I mean, like he's not really antagonizing them, but he's definitely just like making fun of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. Derek is just, he's just... Not having it. At just, first. He's oh, just pissed off and folding clothes. This is, this is but, a good... But it's, it's a whole process that leads him to accept it, though. Like, first mm-hmm. thing that we see is he's out in the yard with all the other white supremacists, and he sees one of the guys, I think it was one of the guys who, who first came over to him to be like, hey, you're going to sit with us at lunch. It was like, it was that guy. He was bald. He had the really shitty looking, like, like... It's got, like, the swastika tattoo on, like, his neck. Beer thing, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, he was the guy who was gross. selling to people, right? Was yeah, that guy. selling. No, he, he was buying he's, stuff. He's buying from the Mexicans. And selling to his own people. And selling to his own people. And that drives Derek crazy. Yeah. And Derek was just like, no, that's bullshit. Somebody needs to tell him that shit's fucked. And then the other Nazi leader, the just big like, buff dude. The big like, buff It's just like, it's cool. This is, like, this is business. This is how this like, works. Hey, yeah. That's when you get to the business of games. You know, games. some of us are getting really sick of your preachy attitude. Yeah, 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 yeah he says like, like you're, you're, you're on the preaching a little and bit And the too head much. of the Nazi gang is like, hey, you need to chill it, Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill. And, uh, and, and that's whenever Derek starts to realize that this Nazi group on the inside doesn't actually stand for anything. Which is crazy, because in that culture, the more powerful group is the Aryan Brotherhood of prisons. They, the Aryan Brotherhood outside of prison is not as powerful as the Aryan part of the Aryan Brotherhood in, inside of prison. Like, the Air, part of Aryan Brotherhood inside of prison actually runs the entire gang and all sort of Aryan Brotherhood factions in the rest of the country. And it's, they don't get into the gang numbers because it's not... It's not, the it's not relevant to the movie. Yeah. But it's high and disturbing. Hmm. Another good reason to not. So, so for Derek, for like the people who are in charge to. That's the tipping point, though. That's the thing that starts moving the scales. Because that's whenever Derek starts getting disillusioned by the group on the inside. By the way, I want to just insert a note here that throughout this entire movie, and this deals with the comic relief, I didn't know this. Maybe this is just made up by the movie, but there is an elitism between members of the Nazi party and members of the KKK. Because oh, yeah. in this movie, Nazis are constantly looking down on members of the KKK. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of backwards redneck fucks. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> these Nazis think they're very intelligent. Yeah, they're just like seriously, man. Like uh, they're not. I mean, they're not part we of. We may that be trash. Nazis. We may be Nazis, but at least we're not part of the fucking KKK. That backwards <laughs> bullshit.
bullshit. <laughs> that is, I just want to point out that that part of the movie just So kept, even, even it Nazis. Me up. It really is just. Oh, even Nazis want to have nothing to do with the KKK. <laughs> oh, they, no they, one wants to fuck They with have them. no respect whatsoever for the KKK, and it's hilarious. Anyhow, that's when this. But that's that's whenever the scale starts to tip for Derek. He's starting yeah. to get disillusioned by the group on the inside, and it's also like whenever, uh, whenever. Uh, oh man, what what was his what's his name? Lamar. Lamont. Lamont. Whenever Lamont's jokes start to get to Derek, he starts to crack a smile. Yeah, he he's in there because they're, they're, they're folding. Do. They're folding and they're folding <laughs> underwear, and he's just like, man, people starting to talk about you. They say you smell the underwear. Yeah. Of course, he's just full of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I don't, I don't blame you for doing it. I mean, you know, you've been here long enough. You can't tell me that, that doesn't remind you of the smell of a woman. Disgusting. Uh, uh, and it's just like, like he's. I forgot about that bit. Is it right there? That, he that, breaks down. They breaks down. down. And they're both like laying on the table, losing well, their well, shit. Well, here's the thing: so orgasms are hilarious, and he just starts making orgasm jokes, and they're hilarious yeah, because they're orgasms are funny. It's a good bit. And, uh, it should be a part of a tight and, five. And Derek and Derek starts to lose it, and he's and like he's and he sees that he's finally worn him down. So they're just losing it over that shit for a minute, and then it goes into now they're arguing over sports, and you know like Lamont of course is a Lakers fan, and Derek <laughs> of course is a Celtics fan. <laughs> what about that? Like look at the stats of Larry Bird, man. He just he gets really into. They're it. both really into basketball. Yeah. Do you think like, that the Lakers are gonna be able to compete with the dynasty that is the Celtics? And the Lakers. This was this was before the Lakers had established their own dynasty. Which, that's which true. Is pre Lakers, but the Celtics, it's been a while. That's true. That the, the Celtics had not been what was, they were. For it was a before they got back into it. What was it like five, six years ago? Yeah, whenever they got like Garnett and all those people. Yeah. But anyways. We don't talk about sports because, well, frankly, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> we're not qualified. So not that, at all. I mean, we we're only qualified to talk about movies because we said so. Yeah. <laughs> so the. You guys want to so, know anything about Beethoven? Asher's <laughs> qualified about that. Only like barely. Sam can talk about baseball all day. I mean, I can talk about baseball. I'm not yep. going to. I will tell you why I think that Scott is a better songwriter from Doctor Dog. <laughs> 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 That's for a later date. Anyhow, I, I can talk about the real transformation the Grateful Dead made after Pigpen died, like the true transformation. I but can you, I can take part in that. You can but take I'm part mostly in that. just servicing your stuff. Yeah, yeah, you just you just help it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, you guys want to talk about gangsters from the twenties? That was a, that was a, no. We're done with this bit, Chad. We're done. I had another part of the bit. Let me have the it. Bit is over. Don't suppress me. The we rule. have to get back to the Nazis, so calm down. <laughs> we, we, we have to adhere to the rule of threes, and that was just gonna throw off the rhythm. I'm telling you. Yeah. I I got this. I got this. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember we're talking about the Lakers Celtics conversation, and at this point, they're they're, they're pretty chummy. Um, Derek has like gone full on like fuck these guys, but that really culminates like after he he brings it up again after he sees like the guy dealing with the Mexicans again. Mm -hmm. um, he 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 brings it up one more time to the group and the group is just done dealing with this shit. So cut to Edward Norton and the shower. Oh. So he also he d he does like he he does something to insult them. He do, he plays basketball with a bunch of African Americans. That's, that's what, what he, does. he does. He plays basketball with a bunch of black people, and they get that, like this is the final straw. No 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 to seal the deal when it's like meal time. He no no he, that's, he that's, that's, like, that's like, after the shower. Scene. That doesn't happen yet. That's after the shower scene. Okay. Yeah. So but, so so even though they're tired of Derek's shit, and Derek has fully expressed why he's upset with the whole thing. 
they take huge insult that he's interacting with other people who are not part of the gang. Yeah. Especially not white supremacists. Yeah. And uh, um, to learn one lesson from this movie about being in jail, you never want to be in the shower by yourself. Yeah, um, that's what happens. Is it, it, it cuts to him in the shower, and the showers are full. And then very suddenly, everybody else in the shower turns their showers off and promptly leaves. Except him. And he's the only one in there. And in the he's, in the he's, he looks like he's engrossed in kind of his own contemplation of like his whole situation. Because he's still, he's still confused by his disillusionment with his white supremacist friends in jail. Are you there, he, God? It's me. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just like having that. So he's not noticing that everyone just left the shower, including... Mm. The guards yeah. who also left. Well, they they let the other guys come in first, and then they close the door and promptly yeah. leave. Yeah. So so his. But Nazi yeah, all but all the all the Nazi friends come in. Naked. They're all naked. It's showers. Shower. And then just. Uh, oh my yeah, god. They, they do what you think they're gonna do. And so the, they hold uh, him the, up the, the against neo, the neo Nazi health inspector. They hold him up against the wall. Bone ducks. And then the leader of the Nazi gang, the, the huge, like, super buff, muscular dude, comes in and um, rapes him in the mm-hmm. shower. While everybody else holds him down. Yeah. yeah. And they're all holding him up, holding him down against the wall. It's a group effort. He's not, um, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, and this, is, this isn't a sexual thing. This is a power thing. This is yeah. a, like, like, this is where you stand. This you is what us. we can do. This is what you get for dissing us. And you this is learn what you get. The type of people learn your place. And, yeah. and the way that the scene ends is... Slams his head into the Yeah, fucking. they slam his face into the tile oh, the tile wall. That's intense. And then he's he's down on the floor, and you see the shower water drain into the into the drain, mm. and you see yeah. blood so coming out of his mouth. Back. Yeah. And from the other end of from his, his body. From his pelvic area. Mm. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. different streams. Brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. It's, I mean, it's this a, movie... It's a harsh scene. This movie, this is the second time this movie is making you see something you will never forget. Like, yeah. you're just like, okay, yeah, that happened. Props on Edward Norton, man, like, just in terms of acting, like, just... Like, dude, Jesus. he's already weathered the the role of a lifetime. He's gone like, over, like, crazy. the full spectrum of, like, different types of characters. Like, he's, he's been the ultimate... Well, think the about it. And the yeah, he was the yeah. ultimate aggressor uh-huh. when he curb-stopped someone, and now he is the ultimate victim yeah. in a group... Not a group rape, but they group helped one person. Rape. Yeah, it's a yeah. group rape. It's a group rape. They, they group helped him. They one, helped yeah. some one guy rape another person. So he ends up in the infirmary, and then that's where every books his old high school principal shows back up. He's like, "Look, I've been in space, so make this quick." <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, man, I was gonna make a joke about him starting an Avengers program. Uh, oh, he does kind of have that yeah. like that like. Nick Fury vibe. Yeah, it was just without the without the eye patch. Yeah, without the eye patch, but he's, like they kind of dress the same. But anyways, um, yeah, he talks to him and he's like, "All right, well, I'll if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Basically, I'll I'll talk to the parole board and I'll help you out because I mean, at this point he is done. He he is seeing yeah, he's done. where being a fascist gets him, and he's not happy about it. Yeah, he's and done. he makes the point. He goes, "What has ha- what anything you've done?" In the past five ten years of life, has benefit have you benefited from in any way? And he has no and answer. He's got no yeah, that's just gotten worse because of his bullshit. So his whole thing is, is like they kind of work out this deal. He's like, I'm gonna talk to the parole board, but maybe we can get you out a little bit earlier if you show. But this you gotta growth. do all. You gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta do this, and it's, it, I think what they're setting him up for is like you gotta use your ends with the uh, white supremacist gang 
outside where we're from, and you got to talk to them, and you got to help me. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to shut that shit down. Kind of an informant, yeah, sort of. But kind of. at the same time, he tells them, I want, I want my way out. So he's not undercover. Trying to get him killed by a bunch of white boys. Yeah, he also tells much. him to be responsible for I mean, his younger brother. That's, that's, yeah, that's a big part of it, too. That's why I bring the movie back. So that happens... And, and he's, he's only in jail like another three to six months after that. But uh, after we see this scene of the infirmary and... Of him you know, crying and losing it. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's crying. crying. He's, 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 he's crying. He's, he's laying. He's lying on his stomach on because his stomach. he has to. Yeah, on the... He's got stitches in his face. He has stitches elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, like at one point in the scene, he's brought to tears. Right after that scene is whenever we see him for the, for the first time going back into the cafeteria. He's limping. He's limping. He, he, he's walking. He's walking kind he's of funny. He's sensitive. He has, yeah, his area yeah. is sensitive. He's walking kind and of funny. And he's walking towards the table with the other Nazis. And of course, the, and they, the they're Nazis, like, come on over. They, they pat the seat where they expect him to sit down. They're like, all they right, come him, on back. They call him like sweet cheeks or something. Come on them, back like to us. Yeah, something like that. And, and just like in front of the entire lunch Cafeteria, room, he's he like, walks nope, right by him. And goes sits by himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is which in, which apparently in prison is a pretty major diss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. major public, public diss. So basically, he's like, I wasn't in there long, but it felt like forever. I didn't know what was going to happen. I lost my protection. Yeah, that, that protection was gone. So he's freaked and out. And the very next scene after that, he's in the laundry room back with Lamont. And Lamont, Who's like, like, what the hell are you yeah, thinking? Why did you got, do that? He's got no jokes right now. He's just like, the fuck did you do that for? And the guy's like, ah, they, dude, they jumped me the last time in the showers. They he's won't like, do that the- again. And he's like, dude, I'm not talking he's like, about those guys. I'll be ready for him guys. next time. Be ready for him. I'm talking about the brothers. He's like, I'm talking about the brothers. The only reason you're not dead is because those Nazi shitheads had We're your protecting back. protecting you. Yeah. You know, like, otherwise, because, remember, he's in jail for curb stomping someone. Mm-hmm. Like, he, and that shit has probably gotten around that he is done They're going to pass you around. They're going to toss your salad. These are quotes from Lamont. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, You're fuck him up. So there's that, and there's like this voiceover of Ed Norton's character being like, I only had like three more months, I didn't know what was going to happen to me. And he's just talking about how uncomfortable he Every is. single day. Every damn day. He, he just thought expected it was, he it was his day. Moment. You see him, he's working out because it's not much else to do in prison. And you see his hair starting to grow back. And he's totally alone in this workout yard. And he's wearing shirts now. He's wearing shirts. But you can still, it's like, you can still see the giant swastika on his chest. I mean, it's only covering him up so well, but, yeah. but he's making an so, effort at this point where before he wasn't. He's doing it, he's about to leave, and he sees another gang walk towards him, another prison gang. And he, he's worried some shit's about to go down. Well, just, the, there's a couple and, of sequences there where yeah. it's like, Close is this going to be the moment? Is this it? Could yeah. this be the moment? And, and just, they just, they just keep on going. By. So then he gets his, his papers and he gets out, and I think he's... Like three, six months have gone by, something like that. And well, and he's he's on the way out, mm-hmm. like he's on the way out, and he's passing Lamont. Which I mean, this is one of those moments where it's just like, hey, there you go, movie. Just have him walking right by on the way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll let happen. We, happen. we forgive we... movie sins more. Yeah. That they is a lot more if um, depending on how far into the movie it happens. Yeah, I mean, at, that's at this kind of point, a natural thing people do. It's like, like I'm pretty sure when we were watching it, I brought it up. So. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, it's it's. Let me walk it's by a, this plot real fast. And but it's a, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you know, like we but we can forgive that. He stops mm-hmm. by and he talks to Lamont on his way out the door, and uh, and he's just like, you know, I I got a feeling that the only reason that I survived these last couple of months is because you told him to leave me alone, and he's just like, what you think I'm gonna risk everything for some white boy? 
Yeah, I brushed everything for some white blood. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, pretty so much. So he, 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 the mom was looking out for him. No, yep. it, it was the almost like a Rick James moment. he made it in prison is because the guy that he treated like shit and never was nice mm-hmm. to when he started working to because he hated him because of the color of his skin. But then he opened up to him. He ended up saving his life, you know? And so that, you know... Something good comes out of this movie. I mean, like... From one of the characters. Everybody is worth saving. Yeah. Everybody can be saved. Lamont says, don't forget about this on the outside world. Yeah, he's like, don't forget about this. So... Like, a.k.a. stop being a fucking Nazi. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like, yeah, it was already there, but... So but you just so, confirmed all of this. Yeah, but, so we, so that's, and then we're brought back to the, the present day. He's talking to Danny on and the Danny's bleachers. just like, I can't believe this shit went down. It's been the longest, it's been the longest flashback of the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but they got all the flashbacks. No, there's one more flashback after that. But one more flashback. One there's more flashback. Two more. Because well, we have not mentioned, have, well, well, we skipped we one. We haven't mentioned it, but has it, it, it happened. It happens happened earlier in the movie. It happens earlier. It's already you happened. see young... Edward Norton pacing back and forth Still outside a house on the, night local it's a, it's news. It's his house. It's his house. It's night local news. Night local news. Early nineties, you can tell. He's like a s- junior senior in high school. The like the the, uh, the reporter is asking. He's him, got shitty shaggy hair and he's wearing a backwards baseball cap. Because it's like LA in the, the 90s. reporter it's is LA asking in the nineties. It's nineteen ninety four. Yeah, the reporter is asking him, hey. I want to know about what happened here. You get you get the sense some terrible crime had happened. Something, something Edward happened. Norton is like well, in between crying and yeah. stuff like that. He's pacing back and forth. The news the news reporter states what happens. His, their dad, His dad was a firefighter, and during while putting out a blaze in a bad neighborhood, he, he was yeah. he gets shot by a gang member, and that's kind of what triggers everything. And Edward Norton's character, character Derek. Young Derek, that was very the young straw, Derek. Man. That was that was the straw that broke the Nazis back. And so he, nice. He, uh, yeah, nice. very nice. Good job. Sir. So he paces back and forth on this news interview and kind of goes on a racist rant where he starts blaming his his father's death on um, ethnic community community Specific, that are specifically crimes root, that take place from ethnic that communities. are taking taking root in California. Oh my God, we totally skipped a scene, y'all. The dinner scene. No, we we're about... We haven't gotten there, gotten there, there yet. Okay. The dinner right. scene happens after... No, no, no. The dinner scene with Elliot Gould. Oh, you're uh, right. Oh, yeah. So we totally skipped the scene with uh, Elliot Gould, who we saw early in the movie, is Danny's teacher. Well, this is... Well, well let's finish this scene first. Let's, let's finish this scene first, and then we'll... Well, we'll, well it was we'll just that. We pretty that. much got onto it. But you just see that the, the their dad was killed. Well, uh, well, yeah, and that, and that's that's Danny's response to the news crew is, you know, he, he blames it on them. Like, and that's like the end of... He's just like, oh, well, you know, I mean, just like whatever you want to call them, yellow, brown, whatever, just those people. Yeah. They're coming in here, coming into our country, and they're just ruining everything, and they're, they're, they're killing our fathers... He goes on for a minute. It's, yep. it's rough. And they, they just let it The happen. news reporter is very uncomfortable. And they, yeah. and they just but let they it keep, But they keep rolling. Because it's live. Um, but but for the scene that we skipped, it was one of the flashbacks at some point in the movie, just as you're seeing. Because it's, it's a movie that like it's constantly, it shows you so much that's happening present day, and then it shows you so much that's happened to, to, to set up the situation that we're seeing in present day. It's really good about doing that. Yeah. But, like, it's really good about keeping track of its threads. Because we can barely do it. Oh yeah, talking Seriously. about the movie afterwards. <laughs> but one of the but one of the big scenes is with Elliot Gould's character Murray, um, the the teacher. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's actually been. This is this is after this is naturally after we see Derek and Derek is in full you know skinhead yeah, mode before he goes to prison. Before he's gone to prison, um, it's family dinner. 
Actually, this the, the I believe that this was the dinner the night of, where all right. that happened. Yeah, that's yep. right. Um, and they start just like Murray's over at dinner because he's in a relationship with the mom after the dad's died. With Angelo, which and, is an intense situation. And yeah, already. like and and Derek is you know he's a skinhead, so the fact that this guy that Elliot Gould is Jewish really bothers him. Uh-huh. He's sleeping with his mom. That that, that bothers you know, everybody. So that that really that really bothers Derek because he's a he's, you know he's a, he's a skinhead, not neo Nazi. And just the scene that unfolds, they're, they're talking politics. Derek is trying to rationalize his extremist views by they're, spouting propaganda. They're talking about, I think they're talking about the Rodney King verdict. The Rodney, yeah, yeah, they're talking yeah, about the Rodney King verdict. So that right, gives you like a timeline of when this conversation happened. It was like that week. Mm-hmm. In yeah. California, not too far away. Yeah. Not too far away? Goddamn. <laughs> okay, so everyone got one. If we all had our one. Everybody's had one. I guess I'm talking about the Nazi party. Everybody's had one. Everyone had one. So we're done, dear listener. We're done with that. (laughs) Everyone's had one now. And and Elliot Gould is just trying to emphasize the point that it's like, hey, you know, like, yeah, Rodney King was driving fucked up, but those cops were committing a mess of yeah. And he talks about how how the riots are basically doing more. The sad part is they're doing more damage to the the community. You arrest that guy. You don't beat him to death. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were beating him to death, and uh, and Derek is having none, having none of it. Is this like what if what if he hit Danny? What if he hit what if he hit like a white kid walking down the street? And it's just like why is everything always got to be about race with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of what Lily Gold says, and he's just like why why are you so he says him why are you so upset? Yeah, what are you so mad? What are you so and angry it gets really intense between Derek and his sister. He, oh yeah, he's Derek. getting physically. Gets, oh man, she gets physical. She tries to like run to her room, grabs her by the hair, shoving like roast beef into her mouth. She's got yeah. to prove like you're gonna sit show. down and eat dinner with your family. You're making a scene. Like unlike me, who's doing this now. I'm being completely reasonable. So like Gold's like, I can't do this. Yep. He leaves and this, yep. really this, is, this is not going to be okay. Beverly D'Angelo goes outside to talk to him because he's just standing by his car because you can't just drive after that. You got to process it. And he talks and he kind of breaks up with her. Yeah, he's no, no, for his own safety. He does. Is he scared like, for his yeah. life? He's like, yeah, your son's a neo-Nazi. See, and he's obviously unstable. Yeah, unstable. So he needs help. So I can't be around him. Something's gonna happen to me. So and she tells his. She tells Derek. She is so fucking heartbroken. This is the only thing. This is the only good, possibly close to good thing happening, after her husband just died. Yeah. Like she's like, like maybe she's I trying, can move she's on. She's trying to rebuild her life. Yeah. Um. I can only imagine how shattering something like something like that oh can possibly God. be to go so, through. Uh, and she's trying to rebuild her life. And at this point in time, after it all, after it's all crumbled in front of her again, and Derek is the reason, she walks up to Derek and she tells some point blank, "I'm ashamed that you've come from my body. I want you out of my house." Mm-hmm. And Nazi girlfriend's there, and she's all like, "Fuck it, we don't need you. You can we'll move, move in my place. Move in with me. Move it's in fine. With she, me. she doesn't sound like that when she speaks. And we'll have sex with my boots on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she doesn't sound like like in the movie. She's not like, "Well, do what I want to." She doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> no, she doesn't. But in my head, it's like that's what a Nazi girlfriend and sounds like. Like, what, what's the actress's name again? Feruza Balk. Stacy is her is her character yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah, she's a babe. I'd, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, wow. that flashback. I was gonna happens. make a different point, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> so anyhow, that flashback happens, and then uh, you go back. Derek and Danny are like, "Okay." So Danny is like, "Okay, I kind of understand more now, and I'm ready 
to write this book report I'm, that I have to I'm do I'm ready to write this hours. book report. And they go, this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. They go back to the room. Danny's yeah, well, room. So he starts to write. Three things happen. You mind if I take this over? No. Fast? Okay. Go for it. And then I'll pass it back to you for your favorite scene. Is that fair? Cool. No, we've got to pass good. the mic. Say what? I don't know. Sorry. Pass the mic to Chad to do anything you like. No, seriously, do anything now. Okay. Please, Thank stop you. me from doing this. <laughs> so they go, and then you hear a voiceover from Danny. It's supposed to be like his book report. Guess everything changed after our dad died, but, you know, the seeds of it kind of began before that. So you see that, and then there's another, it cuts between Danny writing, thinking about it, um, Derek being in the shower, contemplating. The movie has a lot of shower scenes. Yep. Um, so I, I would like to stop yeah. and think, I guess, cleanliness... Um, be cleansing. No, I like that. Well, there's like, like some. There's like some. There's some shower there's, scene is representative of something. Though. Yeah, we, I can't figure it out yet. But he's, it's something. No, I think he's. It's representative. He's washing. He's finding like, okay, yeah. I have sealed the deal. I am getting rid of all this crap yeah, that all, I put in my gone. life. I'm washing all of Symbolic. this white nationalism yeah. and neo-Nazi crap and, and out of my life. And that's when I really start seeing those visions, those flashbacks, being on the beach with Derek. With his and, brother. And yeah, just when kids. Kids. things are so much simpler when they were really young. That was a pure time. Yeah. Just being things are easier when you're kids. But he does that thing we get... Well, just because... Yeah, because you don't have all that... Everything else you But he gets out of the shower, he puts his towel on, he's soaking wet, and he looks at himself in the mirror. And he just does that simple thing of where he puts his hand over the giant swastika tattoo on his face and look at the mirror and just be like, oh man, what, wouldn't life just be easier if I just look like this? Yeah. It's just so simple. I you need know? to add something. Yeah. This back, backtracking, the only other time when you see him, when you see someone else physically cover up the swastikas on his, on his chest is when he gets arrested for curb stomping, is when the police arrest him. And he's on his knees, they handcuff him, and then the police grabs him, and has one hand the over the chest, and pulls him up, and mm-hmm. gets oh, him man. into the car. That's, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that good either. Eye, good eye, Good eye. Good cinematic. It's a really detailed movie, yeah. and it really poured a lot of passion. There's nothing accidentally happening in this movie. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe, like, Which, by the way, in Lamont on the way out of prison, but... You, you <laughs> have to commend the filmmakers, because the subject I'm material stop is... off of this plot real quick. Yeah, yeah some, <laughs> the subject one. material is so dark in this movie. Yeah that you have to commend anyone who can work so closely on it. Because it is hard to work oh, on yeah. things that are so... It's pretty Edward hard. Norton had to, like, seriously... He like, really like, believe that he was... He like, tends he, to go pretty method. So he so he had to at least at some point believe in, in fucking Nazi shit to the degree that he could that he could deliver that performance. A lot of hate there. It's crazy. Like, anyway... I can't even imagine. So it's during this sequence of Danny writing, typing out what he thinks. Um, Derek in the shower, and this is where we get our last and most important flashback. Mm-hmm. Very this important. This is before, this is back when uh, their father's alive, they're having family breakfast mm-hmm. um, before this day, and, and um, it's everyone's so young. And I, <laughs> and it's, it's almost and like it's, they shot this scene and then waited two years to make the rest of the movie. Yep. Because everyone looks, it's before, everyone Edward Norton's really not young. buff, Edward Furlong has long hair, and he looks mm-hmm. so young, and the youngest sibling is literally, actually played by an actual like tiny tiny infant and so you uh, see this whole thing and for this scene not only that but but it's the only scene that da- that you see Danny and Derek's father in yeah Beverly D'Angelo's first if, husband um <laughs> man if you just want to kill your childhood watch oh, this man. one scene cause, cause the actor who plays the dead his name is William Russ he but was, of course he's Mr. Matthews he, he's Mr. Matthews and, from, and we're talking from, from about Boy Meets World Corey Matthews. Who's probably I will I will argue with anyone. 
I will argue with anyone that he's one of the best TV dads. Oh, he's, he's up there with Carl Winslow. He's up there. He never got into shenanigans like other stupid TV dads did. He was above that, you know. Yeah, he always he always was looking out. I mean, okay, I'm gonna say this one thing, and then oh, I'm The fact that he took Sean in when he didn't have to was good. Okay, totally unrelated. <laughs> So, another Mr. Matthews, so Mr. Matthews is, is just going to be shattered in front of your yeah, very eyes. Yeah, so we're going to ruin all of this gonna, now. Yeah. So his son's trying to study. He, he explains to him what's going on. It's his teacher. So the principal of Avery Brooks' character is his teacher at the time. And he's having him read some, like, I don't know, James Baldwin or something like that. And he's just kind of like, mm-hmm. and he kind of slowly goes on this thing. He's not yelling. He's not like spouting anything super hateful right away but it's oh, yeah. like it's but more he, like an age there. it's more like he's old he gets there he gets there and it's more like, like he's, a, he's just like oh come on see like that's just that's he uses the way the phrase, the world is going right now he uses like, the phrase affirmative black shit gonna, more than once we're gonna we're gonna take away like so so there's these great books in literature mm-hmm. that we're taking away so that we can have these black books how does that make sense yeah how does that make sense and then he's just, and then he's like, I got two guys in my squad that I had to hire because of this. and Because of affirmative black Affirmative black I had to hire them over some white guys that were actually more qualified. That's what I have looking at my back. And then he just says two words. Uh, Watch the movie. One word's hyphenated that I'll never repeat because uh-huh. it's just fucking intense and sad. And that's when you, you can see. see well, he's, and he's trying he to, sums it all up by calling it bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And he calls it and all. And he bullshit. really like looks at his son. And he goes, "No, he son, I want you to know." He attaches a racial slur to the bro- to the bullshit. Yeah, this is yeah. a dad moment. This is this is bullshit. Oh yeah, and he's like he's like like he wants this point to resonate with Derek. Like, and then later that day, he gets he's like, ever. "Look, I want you, I want you to read the book, ace the test. Mm-hmm. Don't buy into it. Don't believe everything that this guy says because it's all just bullshit." Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's actually if you look at the clothes they're wearing I'm pretty sure he gets killed later that day so that was that morning's breakfast I would imagine yeah, yeah. so well, there's that and then we get to your scene and then the, my, my favorite scene this pans back to uh, current day Derek and Danny Danny's finished his book report he's you know he's had the revelations from Derek they're in Danny's room and they're looking at this wall of just Nazi shit he's about to lay down for his one hour of sleep before yeah, this, school yeah so the one hour he's gonna get to sleep tonight um, and they're just looking at this wall of Nazi crap. Just Nazi sh- and uh, all four walls, man. Like, oh yeah, like every- yeah, not just the wall. They, there's yeah. the, the cameras pointed Surrounded. at one wall, but the whole just because all there's four a walls. there's a big prominent yeah. red flag like with the yeah. Nazi sign on it. In the and center of the room. It's, 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 it looks like it was straight out of like World War Two. It looks like it's like straight out like straight up World War Two World War Two replicas. Yeah, but there's a couple of like World like, War Two like bayonets and stuff. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like some actual memo. It's brutal. It's a it's a really hard scene. Like to they look put at. an effort to get this stuff. It's and really then in at. synchronous motion, they start taking it down together. They start individually together. grabbing different posters together, mm-hmm. and uh, and taking down all of the propaganda. And it's kind of yeah. it's a really beautifully shot scene. Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's one of those where uh, it's one of those where they kind of start to they, they kind of start to imprint the next reel of film like as as like one reel as one sequence is winding down. So it's like a montage without really being a montage. Um, and the like like the actions kind of fade into one another. It's really it's really cool the way that they do it. They clear out all the Nazi stuff, and pretty bare walls at that point. Then Danny goes to school. Yeah, very bare walls. Wait, wait, wait. Very very bare walls. Huh? Before he goes to school, they lay down for an hour. before he finishes the paper, 
Don't they go to a diner at some point together? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so basically, it's the next morning. And there's there's a couple of moments with like the mom and and like the yeah, sister the family that we haven't brought it, up. And everyone feels a little bit better about things. But the mom is the mom's definitely not doing good. She's not. She's pretty unhealthy. She um, she smokes a lot and it's not bad doing good. Kid, you feel like, terrible for the little kid. Feel terrible for the little girl. But the older sister's going. To she's school. busting her ass just trying to get an education yeah, so, so that she can get everybody. so she can get out of there. And, um. And, so basically, it's the next yeah. morning. Danny's got to go to school, and Derek's gonna walk him there, and he's wearing a tie and a nice shirt because he's gonna try and get his old job back. Well, he's also got to meet up with his uh, parole, parole officer. officer. That's that too. Yeah, you I, gotta look. You know, nice I also here. have to say throughout. This, this like, uh, dawn, dawn moment, like before mm-hmm. the day starts, like there's a lot of uneasiness. We we think something bad is gonna happen. Yeah, because oh yeah, you know the, the Nazis. The movie that you still think okay. It, it feels like we don't deserve a happy ending. Yeah, and, and Derek is still Derek just basically flicked off the Nazi gang and yep. walked away from it. used to it. be his gang. And so he's, he's, and he's, he's walking down the street by himself. Yeah, and, you, and you're just yeah. like, this This. This is not going to end well. You yeah. know, like these, you know these white coming. supremacist, murderous assholes are out there looking for him. Yeah. When, like, does, when does that diner scene happen? It's right here. It's right now. So they go to, so Derek, they're all dressed up, they go to the diner, and that's where the chief police and their principal shows mm-hmm. up. And he gives them the skinny and lets them know, like, listen, last night the Nazis were jobs. Do you know anything about this? They're like, no. They're like, yeah, because after the party, David Cameron and Seth get fucked up to the point that they're in critical condition yeah. now. Yeah, they're in... Some, something happened to them after that party where they got jumped again. Yeah. And now they are literally in critical condition. So they're like, can you go talk to them and figure out who it is? He goes, man, I'm not going to go talk to them. Like, they're just going to... I'll see what I can do. Like are, like, are you serious? You're putting me right in the lion's den. Yeah, yeah, come on. Like, they hate me right now. I referenced it earlier, but it's a direct yeah. quote from the movie. That everyone was like, man, you're trying to get me shot by a bunch of white boys. That's he goes, what you're and, doing. and uh, Avery Brooks was like, I didn't say this was going to be easy. I know it's intense, but we're going to have to do it. But hey, this man, is the deal we made. I was going to say, hey, you like being out of jail, right? Yeah. Um, so, so they start working that up. And in the background, while all of this is going on... Danny on, goes on to school. On the wall of the diner, while they're mm. talking to Derek... You see that serene beach scene, yeah. Yeah, there's a painting, oh, a beach. framed yeah, painting yeah, yeah. of a beach. beach. It's just the sand on the beach, that's uh-huh. it. No, Have we no seen the like a of them as kids on yeah. the beach? Okay. Mm-hmm. That already so happened. That, that happens during the shower scene. Well, because, yeah. And they were together. Danny mm-hmm. and Derek were both... Yeah, they were together. And then Avery Brooks is like... To Danny's like, you got something good for me to read? He goes, yeah, I got it for you. And they're trying, they're, they're like, they're getting a little chummy, And then you, you're kind of relieved in this moment because you're like, I feel like we're almost out of the woods. Yeah, that's yeah. why they show the picture of the beach. It's just yeah. like, okay, everything's calming now because the white supremacists is obviously, they're, they're in too much critical condition to come fuck Derek up. Mm. And meanwhile, Danny, still not sure what's going to happen. But we don't know what's going on. It feels like something bad could be happening. And you Danny see Danny sitting, go to school. Danny is sitting by himself at the, at the diner while the people are talking to Derek. So yeah. he's just sitting at the the table and now we're at the school mm-hmm. uh, I can't he goes I can't, on to school I can't handle sitting with school well he he's he talks to that you know pretty blonde girl that was waiting for mm-hmm. him you know she sees her off and does like a stupid like boop thing on top of her head I don't know what that was all about fucking loser but uh, uh it was a boop it was a, he booped the, the, <laughs> yeah he booped he had his his, his report <laughs> on his brother rolled up in a rubber band yeah he just because apparently that's how you turn the papers in the 90s that's how you do it I used to staple them to make sure they were flat but whatever I know but you know what, what, put, whatever put them in, do it I'm not from California I'm those were harder times in <laughs> way staples harder times so he sees her off and then he goes he goes about his business he ends up in a bathroom it's a very familiar looking bathroom it's the same bathroom from earlier it's the exact same bathroom from earlier and he's just at a stall, going to, like taking a piss, 
And then suddenly, like, everything stops, just gets real quiet. And it's the guy from earlier, the guy who blew smoke in his face. Well, he, tur- he turns around from going to the bathroom. He turns around. He didn't know it was there, and he sees the kids. And he's he kind of surprised. He's like, oh, it's the guy. He, it's the guy who blew smoke in his face, and that guy's part. And that dude just that dude, that dude just, just like yeah, he's part of the gang that Derek dissed on the basketball court. Yeah, the same, couple years yeah, earlier. We also murdered some of their people who yeah. were into his car. Same gang. So that's yeah. that's just how long this fucking rivalry's been going on. And just like no hesitation. This, well, this dude's looking hard as fuck, by the way. He didn't look like he's like 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 wants to talk at all. And without hesitation, once once Danny like turns around, it's just like blah 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 blah. Just shoots him. Just shoots him like four times. And, and no dialogue again in this. No, no dialogue, no dialogue again. And but you but what you see is you see Danny's face as he realizes that he's just been shot and he's going down. He's going down hard. And then you see the face of the guy. And just like, covered in blood. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got blood spatter splatter he's, on his he's face. He's like a foot away from him. When oh, yeah, dude, it's, yeah, point it's, it's, it's point blank. But you see, like you see his facial expression. He realizes he, he realizes what's just happened. He oh. realizes what he's just done, and it's just like shit. I just murdered someone. I just yeah. I just killed somebody. Drinks off. I'm gonna go to jail. Yeah, but he, I don't know if they do they get him. They don't. They don't clarify that. I don't think it's. Sure I don't think it's just that he's going to jail. I think he also just realizes I just ended someone's I just life. T- I just took a life. Just took I don't know life. if they catch him though because they never show him getting arrested. The next thing they have is teachers um, and cops that they blocking did. people. As Derek runs, runs because he could. He was hanging around the school. He could tell something was up. And he saw a sketchy. But he thought it was about him. He, he thought, thought it was about him. Yeah, that was it. And so when he heard there was this thing, this long shot of him running down the hallway and getting pushing past the kids and the cops and me at the door and meeting Avery Brooks and Avery Brooks tries to hold on mm-hmm. to him to keep him from going in there. He goes, no, fuck it, fuck it, let me in there, let me in there. And he goes in there and they haven't even roped off the shit yet. No, he's still lying there in blood. He's still he's lying in there urine. covered in blood. He's still just lying in urine. Nobody's breath. touched anything and he goes in and he just holds his brother who's been dead for mm-hmm. at least a couple minutes. Yeah, he's dead. Blood's still escaping his body. Blood yeah, on his yeah, he's, he's not ready to accept it. He's just like, no, no. Yeah. Because he knows it's, that, like, it's, it's, kinda, it's, it's sort kind of his, his fault. fault. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, I mean, like, it's a dark place to be, but that's what it was. And, and his paper's in the background. Yeah, and his paper's covered sitting right there. American History X is covered, is right there. Covered in his own blood. That's how the movie ends. Edward Norton holding it in, in, in a urinal-soaked... A blood-soaked urinal. God, that movie's intense. And Jesus Christ. Christ. Chris it's White not shirt like... Is uh, just uh, and the yeah, last thing that you hear is you hear Edward Furlong's narration as he says that he doesn't really know how to end it. In the paper. Yeah. So, yeah. but his brother always said, end it with a quote. Because somebody else has probably already said it better. Uh, anybody remember what quote he used? I can't remember the quote he used. Yates. Was it Yates? No, was it Yates? No, maybe. What was the? Give us a minute, dear But man, it doesn't really matter what the quote is. Like just. It's a nice quote. Just that, just just that image. You see that you see the beach, the serene beach, one more time. Yeah, they show you the last thing you see in the movie is the beach, which I really like. I love. I love waterfront shots, especially after. Water's got a lot to do with this movie, both in beaches and showers, but it's never just water. It's like the cleanliness of a shower or the peacefulness of a beach or nostalgia possibly of mm. uh, easier things. But it's just something either calming or cleansing because there's, the Nazis don't have a lot. They don't have a lot of calmness in their life. Because let me tell you, after watching this movie, you want to take a shower. Yeah, it's gross. You want to 
mentally wash this. I'm feeling kind of gross. Then we talked about it. Yep. I felt kind of like I just and heavy went through a thing. It's a heavy movie to talk about, much less watch. It is, man. So that's yeah. American History that's X. American History X. Uh, great cast all around. Ethan Suppley, Beverly D'Angelo. Like everyone did a fantastic job. Edward Furlong, Avery Brooks. I don't Stacey know how. Keech, I, if I miss somebody, I'm sorry. I don't know um, how you guys did yeah, that. They all did great. I don't know how you guys made the Everyone kind of went in different directions after that. Um, uh, director was uh, looked it up. It's a man named Tony K. From what I can tell, I this may be one, if not the only, movies he directed. He mainly directs movie, music videos. That's why the montages and everything and the cutaways are so good. Because that's yeah, kind of like play the bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like how you do a music video. Cinematography is intense. Uh, black and white scenes are great. If I sat, yeah. if I sit there and talk about a movie like, hey, is this movie? And most of it's flashbacks and all the flashbacks are black and white. And there's a lot of cutting back, and this means that you're gonna be like, that sounds pretentious and stupid. Yeah, and but, stupid no, and dumb, but they pull it off. It's only pretentious when you don't do it well. And this, it's, it's, it's great storytelling, man. Absolutely. Like it's a really impressive work of storytelling. Just the way that he's able to thread those, all, thread all the all the various lines together. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's done very seamlessly. It's not yeah. hard to understand at all when you're watching it. You you get it right away. You get everything that's happening. Yeah, this movie's really good. It's intense. I worry about it sometimes. Um, if like the wrong people or irresponsible people see it, they see they it get like the wrong idea from it, like a Clockwork Orange kind of effect. Yeah, like they see it and they get the opposite effect of what you're supposed to do. Like people who saw Wolf of Wall Street and thought. DiCaprio's characters was, awesome was, was like the good guy like no he's a bad person no no he's fucking awful and the case in point is point. Um, this this TV show this movie used to rewind a lot on FX for some reason and I think I was watching one day and uh, my old roommate Cole walked in when that movie was on and we talked about it and he's like it's kind of hard to watch especially with the curb stopping scene because there's and he, he has a weird relationship with that scene not just besides seeing it in the movie and experiencing it like we have he once, I assume what he was doing was looking for music on YouTube. And I guess he was looking, f he somehow came across, I think it was, it was one of the things where he looked for something else and found something he didn't want to see. But basically it's that scene of the curb stomping in a loop for four hours. Played over the song, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. The version the Black Crows did at a live concert about 10 years ago. It had a big release. So it's it's one of those movies with such a powerful statement, but it's a little disconcerting because some people get the wrong idea behind it. Oh yeah, like uh, and we I've never seen this video when he told me about me. It ups, I was very upset and it scared the hell out of me. No, I mean, yeah, I mean it's valid. Yeah, it's valid. Yeah, I'm glad we all got the point. Did yeah, quote there also? I did find the quote. Okay, what's the quote? I did. It's an Abraham Lincoln quote, and it's, uh, We are not en enemies but friends. We must not be enemies. Though passion may have strained, we must not break our bonds of affection. The mystic chords of memory will swell when again touched, as surely they will be, by the better angels of our nature. Better angels of our nature. Oh, I remember Pretty that. Pretty impressive you found that quote while writing the paper at like four in the morning. Without yeah. the internet. Without the... Or, yeah. yeah, without they the might internet. Have, they might have had the internet. It was a very basic one back then. Yeah, that's then. true. They had dial-up. And nobody, nobody, like, nobody, Yeah. I'm sure nobody was using the phone at 5 a.m. Yeah. But it's a damn good quote. It's straight to the point. Especially the part about passion. Mm-hmm. Regardless of passion. Because that's kind of what fuels these people. Is just... The, very disturbed. And still, still relevant today, as is this movie. I need a yes. nap. 
That was an intense discussion. Anybody want to split a drink tank? So we recommend the movie, but it's like I re- it's like the same way I recommend getting vaccinated. Like like you're not gonna like it or something like that. But like you should see this movie. Like yeah, buyer beware. <laughs> you know, like it's gonna it's for the vaccination crash. Yeah, it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna. You had, hurt. To, go, you had to go that way. See, the only it? problem with you fl- throwing your hat across the room is that now you can't hit him again because <laughs> the hat's over there on the floor. Well, at some point, I have to go get it, and guess what? I get to do once to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we recommend the movie. I say buyer beware. I'm just. I mean, um, no, it's it's yeah. incredibly well made. It's know got a great into, point. Know what you're getting into. There yeah. is a worry about the wrong people kind of seeing this and but taking you can't somebody control. You, yeah, can't you can't control, control what like those that. people are going to do. Yeah, yeah. those like people will see out for Stanley Kubrick faced the same criticism after a clock recording. Yeah. And we've all seen that movie, and none of us have raped anyone. So, no. like, you know. And also, none of us are Nazis after seeing American History X. We just watch more movies. That's what we do movies. here at Movie Night Autopsy. So we get together and we drink beer and we watch movies. Everyone should have a movie night. If not a movie and night, we denounce Nazis friends. because, what? man, how easy is it to do that? It's not easy, America. One of these days, easy. we're going to just have a nice, easy movie. All right. One of these so, days. Are, we, are we good? I oh, think yeah. we're good. Um, wrap us up? Yeah, so thanks for listening to Movie Night Autopsy. If you made it through all of that, then God bless you. God I'm, bless you, I'm Sam. I'm Chad. Yeah, I didn't even make it through all of it. I'm Asher. <laughs> and I'm Grace. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on the minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at movie underscore autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us contact at movie night autopsy.com.